Hello everyone, Nate here. We thought it would be a good idea to preface this and a few upcoming episodes with a little bit of information. Firstly, we're all very new to podcasting. We all have listened to them, but creating one is a whole different experience. We hope you can be patient with us as we move forward and start to understand exactly how it is we want to make content for you guys. Secondly, rate and review us wherever it is you listen to podcasts. There's no better way to make sure we know what it is you like and what it is you think we need to work on. We're always working to make the show better for you and would appreciate your input. Last but not least, thank you for listening and for your support. We've been looking forward to doing this for a long time, and it's because of you that we get to continue to do so. Now, with all that out of the way, welcome to the Rolled Standard. We hope you enjoy the episode. Cheers, and don't sniff glue. And welcome to the Rolled Standard. We today are going to be playing, or continuing rather, Call of Cthulhu. Uh, we're going to be playing Scenario 2 of the starter set, titled Edge of Darkness. Um, so let's just get right into it. I'm, I'll be your keeper again this evening. I'm Chris. <laughs> and we're joined by, of course, Wentworth Avesbury. Avesbury. <laughs> He's going to change it. Um, of course, played by Aaron. And... Uh, Nevada Jones, of course, played by Nate. Me. Yes, you. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited to get back into it because this shit is creepy as fuck. Absolutely. And, uh, and this is a better story than the one we played previously. And we really liked that one. Yeah. So this yeah was that good. one was like really, really simple. Yeah. And this one. This, Probably this is a, this, not. This is an actual mystery, which is, I mean, that was a mystery too, but this is more mysterious of a mystery. Fuck yeah. Mysterier. Mysterier? M- Mysterier. Mr. Rear. It's nice to meet you, Mr. Rear. <laughs> Uh, I'm gross. Commander Front. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Let's do this, boys. So what is, before we begin, Sure. what is the time difference between our previous one and this one? Um, A couple years. It's 1923 now. And the previous one was? I believe 1920 even. Yes. Sweet. I I, I think it was. Very good. A few years have passed. So you have recently each been contacted by Rupert Merriweather, an aging man you have known for some time. Merriweather is unwell, and it seems not long for this world. He has asked you to meet him at St. Mary's Teaching Hospital in Arkham at 1 o'clock on Thursday. You haven't seen the man for quite some time, so this urgent summons appears to be quite important. Perhaps he has something to tell you before he dies. So, what do you do? Uh, he said he was in the hospital? Yes, he's at St. Mary's Teaching Hospital in Arkham. Is he, he told there you... as a patient, or is he there... Like he's just going to meet us at the hospital. Well, I imagine a dying man is not just going to hang out there. <laughs> well, you know, you weren't but that's very a, clear. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. it was pretty clear. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, fair enough. But uh, yeah, he is a patient at the hospital. He wants you to meet him at his room at 1 o'clock on Thursday. All right. Well, um, and, uh, I imagine in July. <laughs> what oh. day in July? Uh, it depends on well, nineteen. I don't. I don't look at the calendar. I. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Which, no, it's a Thursday. Oh, I see. Well, we can easily be, be found out which which Thursday it was in July, nineteen twenty three. Because honestly, the calendar exists. Fuck that. Let's right. go to the hospital on Thursday. Right. Okay. So you guys, you guys show up at his room. <laughs> yes, the third. Um, and uh, then you go to the front desk, or whatever, and you tell them that you're there to see uh, Rupert Merriweather, and she tells you up to the uh, third floor. Um, he's got a private room, and uh, when you get there. 
you see that he's got um you, you enter his room and he's 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 bedridden um and he doesn't look great uh he's also got two other visitors in the room uh and as soon as you walk in uh, he sees you and he's like oh you came i, I didn't i didn't think you were you were gonna come <laughs> <laughs> um okay uh, just just to preface this, we know this person already? You do, yeah. have known him for some years. Yeah, and you could assume, uh, because it's not really just uh, stated as to how you know him, but we could assume that he may be a senior member of the uh, Society for the Exploration of the Unexplained. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, someone that maybe has uh, trained you guys in or something, or someone that you revere as like an elder member. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to uh, introduce you to my wife, Agnes, and my son, Bertrand. This is uh, Wentworth Absbury and uh, Nevada Jones. Very nice to meet you, Ball. Uh, if you'll excuse me, would you uh, you give me a few moments with these uh, with these boys? I have uh, we have some things to discuss. And uh, his wife, in tears, kind of kind of a wreck of a person at the moment, and her, and this relatively sneering son, kind of they both walk out. Uh, they kind of shoots you this like disdainful look as he walk as they walk out. Oh, now come closer. So. In my youth, I and some some fellow students became involved in what we believed to be an innocent exploration of the occult, led by a slightly older man named Marion Allen. The six of us purchased an old farmhouse a few miles west of Arkham, near the village of Ross's Corners. There we conducted seances and other psychical research in privacy. Alas, our, our work had unforeseen results. Our last experiment summoned an evil force into this world. Instead of attempting to expel the thing, we were afraid and abandoned the old house, confident that the magic that brought the evil to this world would also keep it confined in the vacant house, or send it back after a short time. However, I, I have since discovered that the spell that binds the entity in the house lasts only as long as the casters live. Now, I, I am the last of the group, and, and I fear that upon my death the thing will go free and wreak havoc on the folks thereabouts. Now, I'm too old, too ill, and too much of a coward to go back to that house to try to banish the entity myself. That I'm guilty of many things, but my deepest sin was unleashing that horror that fateful night. I'm convinced the entity will escape its confinement on my death. Take this box, he says, gesturing weakly towards an innocuous metal box on the nightstand beside the bed. All the aid I can offer you lies within. You must find the courage to send that thing back to where it came from. You must see that this is done. Do this for me, please. I don't mean any disrespect, Mr. Merriweather, but um, being as that you are so far up the chain of command, uh, how is it that you ever felt like it was appropriate to keep this a secret from the society? Well, mostly everybody involved was a society member, but they've all perished over the years. It was sort of a black ops, you could say. The blackest of ops, considering. <sighs> all right. I'll do this for you. You've, um, I feel up until now, been very helpful and forthcoming in at least my upbringing in this society. Yes, you two have been some of our best agents. If this thing is uh, as heinous as you seem, we might not be long for this world either, then. I hope that's not the case, but... Uh, uh, we know what we got into when we joined this society. As did we all. 
So here, take this. Godspeed. And as you take the box? Yeah, I'll take okay, it. As you take it, he, he just doubles up. He just starts groaning and coughing, and he just... <laughs> and this big spout of blood comes shooting at you. And as that, as that happens, well, and he falls into right this now, coma. Man. And he falls into a coma, literally. And as he does, um, why don't you guys both give me a sanity roll? Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. This early on? Yeah, right? Holy shit. We want over our number, correct? You want under your number, always. Oh, I God. I have not made it there. Okay, give me one point of loss for you, uh, Wentworth. Yep, me too. Okay, one point of loss, sanity loss for both of you. Is this man just, it's like his eyes are bulging out of his head as he coughs and just blood pouring out of his mouth. And he just collapses into this catatonic state. What do you guys do? Oh, shit. Um, we should call for a nurse and get the fuck out of here, Wentworth. Yeah, that's quite... I don't want any part of this. Yeah, I really... Yes. More than, more than yes. that, I really don't... Cleanse this man. <laughs> uh, a nurse comes running into the room, and uh, she looks in, and she, she immediately whistles with her fingers. I can't do that, so I won't. <laughs> um, she whistles out to the hall, and then she, you see that a bunch of other doctors and a couple other nurses, along with the uh, wife and son... Come running into the room, and the nurse is like, "You two should probably, uh, should probably leave." Absolutely, our apologies, ma'am. So, you leave the room. Absolutely, what do you do now. Get the fuck away from that sneering little child. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, he looks to be a man in his. He looks to be about my age. All so, right. So then, only about, uh, I'd say, like five years younger than Nevada is himself. Yeah, probably. What's in the box? Let's put this off until we get back to the car. At least. Who knows what the fuck's in here? Can we get back to the what? The the car. The automobile. <sighs> fine, fine. Did uh, they call them cars back then? Actually, you I might be no right. Idea. It might be automobile. Uh, <laughs> the motorized carriage. The automobile. The auto. <laughs> so, you go back to your car in the parking lot of the... Uh, <laughs> just immediately go to the car again. Uh, back to the uh, parking lot of St. Mary's Teaching Hospital in Arkham. You just like saying that, though. <laughs> I mean, it, it, they give me proper nouns, I'm going to use them. <laughs> sure. um, and, yeah, you guys sit in the car, and what do you do? I'll, I'll open the box up. Yeah, okay. What's, what's in the box? You open the box, and... Well, it's a tool to Inside help. the box, you have you find a, 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 a recently written letter, a yellowed envelope, um, and uh, a small sarcophagus-shaped gold box of ancient design, a slim journal bound in leather. Those are the four things in the box. Are there any markings on the sarcophagus? Yes, there is. Uh, there are some kind of hieroglyphics of sorts. Well then, it looks like we have a lot of reading to do, if nothing else. Yes, uh, allow me to examine this sarcophagi. Go on ahead. I'll uh, start taking a drive. Okay. So uh, okay. So that puts into perspective that you were behind the wheel. So this. Uh, Ornate box is kind of in the shape of a sarcophagus, obviously. Really? So, that's, a, that's what sarcophagus shaped means, yes. <laughs> um, give me a history or archaeology role. Um, we're going for history because I'm damn good at archaeology. That's very true. You're an archaeologist. 88? Yes, yeah, so you failed your role. Yes. Uh, you don't recognize the hieroglyphics on this box. What you got over there, anyway? I mean, I, I kind of... seem to have this box shaped like a sarcophagus. When I park the car here, I'll check it out, too. I mean, I figured that I'd be the guy. So where are you headed in the car? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, dude's almost dead, so if we're going to be doing this quick, let's go to, um, uh, what is it, uh, Rose's, uh, the ranch at 
You went to Ross's Corner? Ross's, Ross's Corner. So, so you just had to say Ross's. Just straight off to that town. Why not? I mean, hell. Okay. Yeah, it's a good uh, it's a good half hour drive, probably, out of town. We should probably be quick, so. On the ride, I will read the letter, the most recent one first. Oh, shit, props. Handouts. Yes, allow me to read this to you while we drive. Oh, absolutely. Dear friends, he writes, in the years after the nightmarish events of that night in the, my youth, I have seen many strange things. Only now do I begin to grasp the truth of reality and the scope of what is happening in the world. I've tried, in my small way, to combat the horrors and make amends for my part in bringing one to our plane of existence. <clears throat> Pardon me. What I have left to offer, what riches and wealth I have, I will put to good use in dealing with these abominations. It's the very least this old coward can do. He writes, I could never make myself go back to that little farmhouse and put those events to rights. I too gravely feared that which my friends and I loosed upon the countryside. Nothing of consequence has yet taken place, but with my death I fear the bonds will be broken and that whore will, and that whore freed to come and go as it pleases. Life's not yet taken already way heavy on my conscience. I feel you reading over my shoulder. You're supposed to be paying attention to the road. Oh, sorry. I'm not quite used to it yet. I have but a paragraph. The method of delivering the thing out of this world is still in that accursed house. The translations made by Marion... Marion, is that one of the people that he... Uh... Marion was his friend who purchased the house with yeah, him. Marion Allen was the older man he referred to. Right. His name is Rupert Merriweather. Yes. Merriweather and Marion, I realize you're like juxtaposition. A little like, bit. I'm old and slightly addled. You can't throw these balls right. at yeah, me. I've got you. That's all the right. children say. <laughs> The translations made by Marion from the book De Vermis Mysterious. I was never strong enough to take on the task, but I have hoped that you are. In ridding the world of this, perhaps you will save my soul from hell. <laughs> perhaps not. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> For I fear that my deeds, have, my deeds have not been enough to release me from this heavy burden. I do expect your forgiveness for what I ask of you, etc. Rupert Merriweather. So essentially, he tells us nothing except for there are translations from this book inside the house of death and whores. Uh, ho oh. am, am I saying that right? Are you saying horror like uh, George Bush says terror? Terror? <laughs> <laughs> like whore and tear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I mean, at least that gives us an idea of uh, where he was getting uh, translations from. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Translate, wait. Uh, yeah, Devermius Mysterious. Uh, I'm the languages professor. I well, I, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm <laughs> well, glad well, that Well, I'm you, the keeper. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you, uh, if nothing else, glad that you're along with, because maybe you could do a little bit better translating as well. I definitely can't. So. Um, yes, yes, public school and whatnot. <laughs> uh, is this something? Yeah, it's unfortunate. Is there anything else in there that, uh, I mean, obviously, got, is the journal part of the translations as well, or is that something that's in the house? Well, that would be up to the keeper to answer, as I'm still digging through the box. <laughs> yes, again, there's still the... Uh, the there's uh, a yellowed letter. The ye yellowed envelope, um, which, as you as you pulled it, it feels like it's got something in it. Oh, let me investigate this. Okay, you open that up, and you see a deed to a house, um, which is a, refers to a farm property on Boone Road. Uh, which is just out, just outside of Ross's Corners. Perfect. We needed that anyway. And I didn't also know where the fuck it. I was going. Oh yeah, right. Also inside that uh, that envelope is a key. Well, we we've just become property owners, Nevada. You'll make a fine manservant. 
honestly, the way you dress, I kind of assumed that you were going to be the manservant. Ooh, retro burn. (laughs) (laughs) You look like a Jeeves or a Chives or something. (laughs) Chives? (laughs) Well, well, I do appreciate the green onions myself, but... (laughs) What else we got in there? I'll check out these sarcophagus when we get there. We have the key, we have the address, we have the deed, and we have... A journal. A journal. Oh, shit, that is fucking involved. (laughs) There are a lot of pages. I would only imagine. Would you like me to read this to you? Probably not the whole thing, sir. Um, It does take... Take, and you, you, as you page through the journal, you realize it's going to take you a while to read. Literally about four hours in, t- in, in game. Oh, shit. Not like actually, but you know. Okay. Those are the highlights, essentially. Um, while we're taking a drive, can you do a skim through it? Yes. You could do, yeah. So we can just look for a little bit more uh, pertinent you, information when we get there? I th- I'd say in the amount of time that uh, the drive takes, you could get to the whole first page. Word. So if you want to read the first page, yes. I'm a guest. Right. Um, if you want to save that for a uh, little bit of silent reading on the way through or whatever, I mean, you can give me the cliff notes when we get there. You're like, yes, Wentworth, read it, but silently. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Uh, Hear so your voice as enough I'm as it is. through this first page, uh, I'm going to open the sarcophagus and see if this piece of amber is still inside. Okay, yeah. You open up the sarcophagus. Uh, the, lid, the lid comes off the box pretty easily. However, there is nothing inside. You do notice, though, that there is odd carvings on the inside of the box lid that resemble uh, certain writings that an occult role might be able to identify. Nope. Okay, you cannot identify them. Nope. What's your occult at? Very low. Damn, mine's good as fuck. Both of these things are from... Just stop fucking around with that sarcophagus, will you shit? God damn. Will you shit? If there's anything that I'm good at in this world, it's... Sarcophagi. <laughs> Sarcophagi. <laughs> say, say it just a little faster, sir. <laughs> Sarcophagi. No, faster. Wait, what? Say it faster. I almost just ran off the road. Please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, I guess there's nothing really huge we can do until we get there. Right, so at least that I can do either. You're right, you know? you're right. So you get to Russell's Corners. It's a hamlet. Uh, just a few miles west of Arkham. Just a few tired buildings and homes. Uh, seems as though the prosperity of the local farms had long been in decline. Um, you see that the the population on the sign as you get there is about 40. You see a church, a, a general store, which looks to be also a post office and a gas station, and a milk depot. <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> uh. They can get that at the grocery store. <laughs> Just milk, sir. I'm sorry. We got butter, too. (laughs) Yeah, half and half and some sweet cream as well. You got that buttermilk. Get some cheese. (laughs) Anyway. All right. um, What the fuck was the the road that this shit was on? Boone Road. Boone. We're going for Boone's Farm. Boone's. Boone's Farm. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of makes sense. There's a farm on Boone Road. Oh, shit, wow, that's man. that's where they get it from. Lovecraft. <laughs> <laughs> that explains the hangovers. All right, well, it's right. Uh, pretty uh, ooh, pretty eldritch. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Insanity for sure. You're there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys oh, heading to the actual house? sounded like... Uh, um, I suppose if we wanted to look into it in town and shit, too, I mean... Okay. That, that's actually not a bad idea. Well, from uh, from the story we were told, 
I don't believe that anything would be happening in town. However, it would definitely be cool to check out because uh, it sounded like this demon, whatever otherworldly being, mm-hmm. would be trapped in the house until Mary dies. Right. But I also Rupert. would like to, Mary I mean, like, um, did, was there any, um, uh, let me see that journal again real quick. That journal? Yeah. I just want to look at dates on here real quick because. Uh, February 27th. Oh, shit. 1877. Fuck. Well, well, he is quite aged. Also, it is 19. Oh, brutal murder at the docks. Like 45 years ago. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Okay, I see. He just paid it through while driving. <laughs> just got on the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Driving with you. Hey, man. I, 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 I don't have any laws to worry about. <laughs> if we're talking about... You're going to get pulled over for being on your cell phone? Yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> are like, uh, sir. <clears throat> sir, what is that horrible device that you have? The light box. <laughs> um, if they purchase this, uh, if they purchase this property this long ago, the likelihood that there might have been some kind of activity around the house. People, I mean, only forty people in town. Somebody might know about some weird shit. Kids breaking in there, hooligans, and all that shit. Well, let's um, investigate around town and ask questions and whatnot. Yeah, let's. Uh, Try to take advantage of uh, the very few people that are here as far as we can. Try to be as prepared as we can. You want I mean, to take advantage of these poor people? <sighs> yeah, anyway. Thank God, low class ruffian. Let's park, please, somewhere, anywhere. So, Got to get out of this car. I'm going to have a heart attack. Where are you heading in town? Um, there's the milk depot. There's the... The church and a general store. Uh, general store first. Okay, you head to the general store. You're going to pull up to the pumps? You're going to gas up or anything? Yeah. Might as well. Fill it up. So expensive. Six cents a gallon. <laughs> hey, man, I, I, I got it. It's fine. So you uh, you go head into the general store, and you see this large, portly woman with an apron on. She's kind of just hanging up behind the counter reading a newspaper. You boys ain't from around here, are you? Absolutely not. Um, uh, We were wondering if we could get your help, actually. Uh, just a little bit of information, if we could. Regarding what? An old house out on Boone Road. Oh, you mean that old farmhouse? Yeah. Uh, we just recently acquired the deed to the place. Well, what, uh, what I hear, the place is haunted. Uh, strangely enough, that's what he, we hear as well. We don't really... Uh, Why'd you buy the place? Uh, it's actually good property, to be honest. The house doesn't matter too much. We can tear it down, that's fine. We should. It's mostly for uh, farmland around it. Well, the farmland around here hasn't been... Very plentiful since uh since like the nineties. Eighteen nineties, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Not the future. <laughs> yeah, well, uh we know a guy who knows a guy. Well we figured it might be lucrative, especially because it's uh not too far away from Arkham here. We're uh, originally holed up and the property was a steal. It was insane. Yeah, did you, did you uh did you get it from Mr. Merriweather up at oh, Arkham? Yeah, I've I've known Mr. Merriweather for a while. Well he's he hasn't came, he's owned that place for years, but hasn't done shit with it. I mean, everybody knows that. Long could use a good tendon. Oh, I'm sure of it. Uh, he told me just the same. Well? It was almost as a favor for him that we took care of the place firstly, but uh, I feel like it might be a uh, pretty decent property for what we need. Yeah, that, uh, I mean, I wish you luck. I mean, there's been some, some thing. you just head down, uh, you're north of town. Yeah, I turn down, take a left down the road, about some two miles or so. 
Um, you'll see an old lightning damaged tree. And you're going to take a right there and you'll be right there in the property. All right. Now, uh, you know, there's some... I feel like I can trust you guys with this information, but, you know, uh, local woman disappeared the other night. Uh, middle-aged woman, farmer's wife, named Maggie McFurter. Uh, she went out to dark to check on the horses and uh, she hasn't been seen since. This location... Uh... Well, she's out that way. Mm. I mean, their farm is, but, uh, you know, she'd, you'd be going down another mile or two before you come to the McFurter well, uh, farm. I've never really put any stock in ghost stories, but um, Nor have I. from what I've heard, people's superstitions say that most of the weird occurrences happen directly around the house itself. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I apologize. I'm not law enforcement or anything of the such, but... Where are you guys from? You guys seem official of sorts. Eh, kind of here and there. Uh, we're mostly... Uh, Investors, if nothing else. Okay. Um, Bankers. Speculators, if you will. Well, he looks like a banker. Yeah, well, that's why he's here with me. That monocle. He'd be the guy. Makes me think that, uh, what kind of, what, is it a stigmatism that makes you bad? Have you a bad vision of one eye only? Oh, you see, ma'am, I lost the other as a young man. In the first Great War. The Great War. The only one. Yeah, the only one. <laughs> <laughs> the first great. He just knows the future. There's going to be another. <laughs> yeah, he's only got the one good eye. Still good with numbers. And uh, yes, yes, one and one make two and whatnot. Well, I can tell you that much. And that's all the proof I ever needed. Seemed like an easy man to uh, assuage. <laughs> well, I've been lucky with most of my dealings, and it's mostly because of him. So well, you do what you can. Well, I wish you boys luck. If you need anything, you stuck up on anything, uh, you stop on in. Uh, salt, firstly. Salt? We got, got salt. How many pounds do you need? Oh, maybe a couple. All right, two pounds of salt? Yeah, appreciate it. You guys want to, you guys going to be around for a while? Might be. I'm going to set you guys up a tab. Oh, that would be mighty kind of you. You guys come from Arkham? Absolutely. All right, well, why don't you guys uh, come square up before you head back home? That's perfectly fine with me. Great. We appreciate your hospitality. She shakes her hand, this manly handshake from this Beastmaster handshake. Damn. <laughs> yeah, she goes with the forearm. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing. I was curious. Uh, town of some few people. You got any, uh, uh, might sound weird, uh, like hooligans, younger folk, people messing around with your shit? Mm, no more than usual. Usually they're kind of nipped in the bud anytime that kind of stuff happens. All right. Just always seems like, uh, you know, abandoned homes and shit always uh, always attract youth. That they do. Figured if uh, there was any kind of weird property damage or anything like that, might be able to seek people out for it. I mean, I wouldn't be looking. I mean, if, if, I, if I did run across something along those lines, I wouldn't assume it would be youth much as old drunkards, mm. typical hobos. Uh, squatters and such derelicts. All right. Well, I appreciate uh, appreciate you answering my questions. Being uh, new in town. Well, of course. You don't seem like you don't seem like the shady type. I try not to be. Good day, ma'am. You as well. We'll head the fuck out of there. All right. Uh, you imagine you guys are heading up to the farmhouse then? Or you have anything else you want to do in town here? I'm thinking maybe Is... Choich. It didn't process the session. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Um, is there like a law enforcement 
place? Is there a cop shop? You don't see one around town. Um, on first glance, you usually look around. Um, well then, church it is. Okay. We can always ask them about what they do uh, with law enforcement dealings. Maybe they come down from Arkham, but I feel like a half an hour drive, even at high speeds, is pretty unreasonable. Yes, you would know all about high speeds, wouldn't you? I'm sorry, I drive for faster than 42 miles well, an hour. Well, lined I'm... boots. Uh, I got places to go. Uh, you might not be young, but... Uh, like, I see what it looks like to age horribly, and I don't want to... Well, quit looking in the mirror. Good Lord. <laughs> I think it's all the time I spend with you, to be honest. What? <laughs> That's all he's got. <laughs> what? Ah, let's head to the church. <sighs> At least, uh... Would you like me to take the lead this time, lad? Yeah, I think, uh... When it comes to church, I'd prefer it at this point. Yes, well, you know... I do have a certain charm with the clergyman. Yeah, that's what I'd call it. Um, <laughs> I have my uh, I have my own little bit of faith, and uh, nowadays it doesn't really align the same way that it used to. Maybe uh, if you want to take a trip in there quick first, maybe I'll just uh, take an opportunity to look at the sarcophagus a little bit while I'm sitting on the car, and I'll I'll follow you in after. Yeah, see if you can make heads or tails of this. That's a great idea. I'll so. do I'll do my best. Wentworth gets out of the car. You grab the sarcophagus and give me those checks now, so we can just get out of the way. Okay, so, so first um, off, you're gonna want to give me a archaeology, um, yes, or history to determine the um, to identify the hieroglyphs. Okay, decorating the outside of the box. Archaeology, it is sixty-three. Uh, that's under seventy. Nice. There you so go. That's a yeah. So you identify the hieroglyphs um, as Egyptian of the Middle Kingdom. Hmm. Although, you do know that uh, those carved on the inside of the lid are distinctly different and not Egyptian at all. Give me an occult roll for that. Alrighty. Shit. Nope, not that one. Alright, you can't identify those. So, meanwhile, Wentworth goes into the church and you walk into this place and you see that um, there's nobody in here. I mean, it is a Thursday afternoon. Yeah. Uh, but you do see, um, sitting in the front pew, uh, there's a... Uh, Gentleman in his mid thirties, uh, clearly the the pastor here. He's got a got the black shirt on, black pants. He's got his cowboy boots, which is odd for Massachusetts. He's just kind of kicked up on the front. I guess he's a pew second row. He's got his feet up on there, and you see like this plume of cigarette smoke coming out from, from his general area as you walk in the door, uh, closed behind you, and you see his, his feet come down, and he turns around. And it's his, uh, he's got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, and he's like. What are you doing here on a Thursday? What are you doing here? I mean, I work here. This is my, this is my church. Uh, let me introduce myself. I'm uh, Father Jesse Custer. Well, hello, Father Custer. Wentworth Belvedere Absbury. So what can, I, uh, what can I do for you? Well, Father, we've uh, recently acquired some property here in town. I was just wondering what you can tell me about the town. Yeah, what's the property? The farm on Boone's Road. Where... Oh, the... Uh... We're calling it the Boone's Farm. <laughs> and you notice as he's laughing, you can get this strong whiff of whiskey on this guy's breath. Yeah, that's a haunted house, correct? If you believe in such sorts of things. As you, as you say that, he picks his foot up and kind of puts a cigarette out on the bottom of his boot. And he uh, flicks it off to the side and offers one, you, offer, offers one to you as well. Yes, quite. Thank you, sir. Opens up a Zippo and lights it. 
uh, lights your cigarette, lights his own. And uh, so, uh, what questions do you have? Well, just in general about the town and potentially any history of the property you might know. Well, I'm relatively new here. The, uh, the previous uh, pastor here was, uh, I'm not too sure why he left, but there was a vacancy, so I forgot to get out of Texas. And uh, As the same do. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's fucking true. So what uh what, do you, what questions do you have about the farmhouse? I mean, besides, I guess I really don't know much about it. I mean, like I said, I'm new here as well. Well, of course, we've all heard the, the haunted house stories. Right, yeah, that's all I've ever really heard. That it's haunted. Your, your grocer, butcher, madam. Ma something or other. Ma yes, Peters. <laughs> her name is Ma Peters? Well, that's what they call her. I imagine she's got a first name because nobody names their child Ma. Correct. Now, I, I got a question. Simple question. Uh, what is, what's your what are you planning on doing with the uh, farmland out there? Uh, potentially raising the building, farming. We're, we're speculators, really. All right. Well, if you uh, yeah, we see something weird or anything like that, uh, aren't you? Might be might, might be interested in seeing what's going on with that. How do you mean weird exactly? Well, I feel like you'll know when you see it if you see it at all. One of my my young partner and I are, as I said, speculators and. We've run across partner. Yes, you, uh, yes, my my young partner. He he shall be along shortly. He's doing something. All right, yeah. Uh, well, shit, you uh, it's about dinner time. You guys uh interested in you guys interested in uh, joining me for dinner in the uh, parsonage? Absolutely, that would be wonderful. Well, great. But I'm, uh, I'm gonna head over next door here, and you know which house it is. It's the one attached, <laughs> the one on the property. Why don't you guys uh, come in and wash up, and uh, hell, maybe you guys should uh, hit up that house in the morning. That may be a, a good plan. Who knows how long it's been since anyone's been in there. Yeah, I mean, it seems like something that you don't want to tackle after dinner. It seems like something maybe that uh, best assessed when you have a day to assess it. Yes, I'll gather my, my young ward. I'm sure he's wandering about doing something. You, uh, you guys cool with whiskey? Or you more wine type? Oh, whiskey. Did I hear whiskey? Uh, <laughs> I come in through the back door. Ah, or or must, the front door. You must well, be his uh, young partner. Uh, I mean, comparatively, yes. Uh, Nevada Jones. Reverend Jesse Custer. Nice to meet you. Sorry my hands are so sweaty. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it uh, comes with the job sometimes. Uh, well, uh, speaking of job, what do you guys do anyway? Uh, did he say some kind of assessors? Because usually he says weird shit. Oh. Well, that being the case, I imagine there's more to it than that. Well, I just extended an invitation to your partner here to uh, join me for dinner. All I needed to hear was whiskey, friend. (laughs) Well, why don't you come on next door here? I think we're going along just fine. Indeed. Uh, So the three of you then head over to the parsonage, and uh, he throws some uh, steaks on the grill, cracks open a bottle of whiskey. Damn, you really know how to treat folk around here. Well, I don't get a lot of visitors. I mean, you got... Typical townsfolk that come to the church every Sunday or whenever they got some kind of guilt they need rid of. But other than that, there's really no one around. No one of interest anyway. So you gentlemen walked in. You guys seem like you uh, you've seen some things. I was actually just about to say the same about you, sir. That may be the case. You don't seem like a traditional uh, man of cloth. No, that's true. I mean, everybody around here just chalks it up to being Texan. But uh, sometimes it's... 
more than where you come from that makes you. No, go that's through. that's absolutely true. As a matter of fact, I'm from Winnipeg myself. But when I was a young man, I uh, I had moved down south myself, down uh, Nevada. As a matter of fact, <laughs> so I got to imagine that Nevada's not your birth name. No, no, sir. Well, no, it's not going to be. I'm not going to tell you that. Well, that's fair. When we've been holding secrets. Exactly. He doesn't even know. Uh, strangely enough, I don't usually feel too comfortable around men of the cloth. Um, not for any nefarious reasons. I just... Uh... <sighs> All right. You got me. In our line of work, we really... Uh... It's hard to believe once you hit a certain point in what we do. Well, wouldn't you say the same? I would definitely say that we've, we've seen some shit. Mm, quite. <laughs> I, I never really took you as a man of the cloth to begin with, or or anybody that was a believer. Um, you you never took me for for a man of the cloth. No, no, I didn't mean man of the cloth. God damn it! I'm sorry. I can't misspeak around this motherfucker anywhere. Looks more like a man of the serving cloth. <laughs> Get drift. It looks like a like a Jeeves or a Chives, right? No, totally. Looks like a Winston. A <laughs> Winston? It's my younger brother. Wentworth and Winston, right? The, the fabulous Absbury twins in the boxing rings. Right oh after man, the I wall. forgot that you were a boxer. Damn, you used to be a badass. What you happened see? to you? <laughs> I'll still beat Todd down your leg, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was wonderful. Oh man, I'll tell you right now, this is probably the only reason that you and I stick together anymore, old friend. Because you're scared. Yes. Of you, mostly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sure. <laughs> Roll my eyes. All right. I'm curious now. Yes. We come into town case by case. We do jobs, and uh, usually, uh, if people start getting interested in what we do, they usually assume that we're law enforcement of some kind, uh, maybe PIs. Mm-hmm. You don't seem to have that same kind of inclination. Nah, you guys seem like something. You know, I've seen some weirdos in my days with some uh, unusual investigators but uh you're definitely some of those yeah you could say that for sure don't that don't investigate uh things of this world it's curious that you say that what uh you had any experiences yourself yeah with uh tell me sir do you recognize this symbol at all well these uh i mean i recognize that symbol uh some kind of cult Yes, it's it's my firm belief, and I I do believe Nevada may have some faint inkling of this as well. Um, it's my firm belief that this symbol, the cult of Cthulhu, uh, Cthulhu, Cthulhu. It's not even. Have we been saying it wrong this whole time? I I am unsure. Do you I, have a pronunciation for this? I'm not familiar with that word, but I'm sure you pronouncing it wrong. I feel like I am too. Feel to like be honest like with a, you, here I'll write it. I'll write it down. You tell me what it looks like. All right. <laughs> looks like cuttlefish. Good. Looks like Cthulhu to me. That sounds really good. To be honest with you, sounds way better than Cthulhu. I mean, Cthulhu. I don't know why the ER came in there. I thought it was one of those weird foreign types of things. Like Calcutta. Yeah, I don't even know how to spell that either. So I've I, seen it spelled with a K, but that was just by some some idiots in the eighties. The eighteen eighties. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I remember the 1880s. No, now I'm curious. Uh, you ever had any experiences yourself? I mean, a few things. Uh, strange things. People close to me. I can tell you a couple things that you may or may not believe. 
You may, considering your line of work. You'd be surprised. It's not, as a matter of fact, it's not often that we run into anybody uh, that feels close to the line of work that we, I don't know, got ourselves into, I guess. I mean, what you guys do and what I do aren't necessarily that different. We're both dealing with other dimensional beings, if you will. That's a pretty big assumption there. Well, you've seen proof of what people alone live by faith, then things get pretty, uh, pretty certain. You look like a man who can read people. I, I don't think that I, uh, I should have any disillusions in uh, your ability to read us here, to be honest with you. Um, we got some serious shit on our hands. I wish I could tell you the whole story here, but I don't know it. As a matter of fact, we just jumped on the job today because it's ridiculously urgent. Nevada, let's just lay all of our cards on the table. And to be honest here, I'm, I'm going to be real. As opposed to... Fictional? Yeah, I was, I was, <laughs> you know, I was acting Lovecraftian before. <laughs> what is that? I have no idea. Uh, I'm going to head like out. Machiavellian? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to head out to the car quick. I'm going to grab our stuff. You think? Yes, I'll, I'll relay the information that we know now. Yeah, uh, I think it'd be good to go through the journal again anyway. So uh, yeah. I'll be right back, sir. I'll go to the car and grab the sarcophagus and the all the shit okay so usually kind of goes against standard to bring people into this kind of shit just right out the gate but there might not be a really good opportunity for us to uh <sighs> i understand if this sounds a little bit uh, insane but we might not make it out of that house tomorrow and um we need people to know at least somebody who could potentially understand what we're talking about. This is uh, this is not this is very very unusual. But we work for the Society for the Exploration of the Unexplained. Is the word you're looking for? Yes. And that's coincidence. The SEU. Yeah, I know. I'm familiar. That's what uh, when I heard there was a job opening here uh, this close to Arkham, I left Texas for a reason. Such as. <sighs> Getting closer to the SCU. And all the weird shit that I've ever experienced, I've never believed in coincidence. Nor have I. I think we uh, we just might have found our, our third here. At least for now. I mean, to be honest, if you don't plan on coming with us, I think we need you to hold on to some things here. Like I said, people should know. Mm. The right people. Because if we fail tomorrow... Then everyone will know, in very short order, and not for very long. Uh, very much so. And we'll, uh... One of those ELEs. ELE. Your extinction-level event. Yeah, it's very possible. Everything is lately. See, we're real new to the information as well, and, uh... Yeah, well, it's probably best for you to check it out yourself here, and I'll, uh... Passover piece of the information. Um, the journal is probably the most important of that. I'm going to start going through some of this myself. He reads through this letter that you had him, and he's like, well, I recognize a couple things here. De Vermius Mysterious. That's one of those uh, forbidden books. Sounds yeah. to me like he might be dealing with some demons or something. Mm, demons specifically. Perhaps. Okay, well. He's referring to hell. And uh, yeah, that's fair. You, me, 
I know a lot in your line of work, especially don't believe in those places, but I have seen it with my own eyes. That is a real place. Well, I think... Uh, Pardon? If he's... Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, Wentworth, if he's being honest, we should probably shape up here while we're in this building before we go to our deaths. Pardon? I was reading. <laughs> don't you think that uh, that's going to do any good? Reading? Probably not. Things don't work that way. Reading. Mm-hmm. I mean, reading, they, reading always does good. That's not... I feel like you're having a separate conversation. I think, I think that might be in, goddammit. Apparently our friend here has seen the hell that Rupert was uh, speaking of. Oh, well. I mean, it's quite the hell that everyone was speaking of, but, you know, it, it is a real place. It's just more complex than yes, it's all a real of place this. At the city roots. shakes his Bible, makes it seem. Mm. It's a real place at the roots of Yggdrasil, the world tree. Perhaps. All the bullshit aside, you know the truth regardless. Is that what you're saying? Um, I mean, if anybody does, which nobody does, I at least have a piece of it. So, Mr. Absbury, what have you been uh, paging through over there? Looks like you got that kind of journal or something. Well, this journal entry here from March 20th, 1877. There's, They've summoned a creature they call a djinn. Oh, shit. Gin. No, a gin. I'm not familiar. Nor am I, however, it is... Um, here's wait, wait, line. wait, wait. You haven't heard... Neither of you have heard of gin? No. Not the liquor. Uh, maybe it's... Yeah, no, 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 no. Maybe it's maybe it's just because of the background. Uh, you see, uh, uh, I was an archaeologist before all this. I got wrapped up in some real weird shit. And uh, that explains the outfit. Well, the society saved my ass, and uh, I figured I'd, if nothing else, I could join to repay him. And it's probably the best decision I made because I don't know if I'd still be here otherwise. The shit that happened there was absolutely fucking horrendous. But getting to the point, knowing a lot about ancient cultures uh, puts you in a position to know a lot about their uh, strange beliefs. And if it's real, gin aren't something to be fucked with. Um, it's kind of where the uh, modern idea of genies and wishes come from. Um, but it's a little bit more politically correct the way that most people know it. Mm. I'm, I don't know much else about that, but that I do know. Hmm. That sounds interesting. According to this, as soon as the thing formed, it grabbed a uh, poor man and twisted his head off and then threw it at someone else in the room. That's believable. Yeah, that don't sound like wishes at all. No. I mean, you know, if wishes were fishes, we'd all be poop. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does that mean? I say uh, things sometimes. <laughs> I, yeah, um, from what I can see paging through this right now, I mean, just talks a lot about how the ritual had started or how they had done it firstly. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to be a huge amount of information or helpful information for us moving forward, but... um, Here I have a line that says, They believe that the spell they cast to summon it inextricably bound the thing to the house. According to Rupert's statement to us, it is bound to the house until the last of the caster dies, which would be our friend Rupert, who was coughing up his liver last time we saw him. I was just going to say, that was... How recently did you see him? Oh, earlier this afternoon. And as soon as... Well, how is he now? Ah, uh, comatose. 
I don't think we have much time. Mm. Taking the night's probably a good idea no matter what we do, but... Where's he at? Yeah, over at St. Mary's Teaching Hospital in Arkham. You want to use, if you want, you can use the phone. Maybe ring in, see if he's still, how he's holding up. Are you rich, man? You have a phone in your house? Everybody has a phone in their house. Actually, that's an amazing idea. I don't know why we didn't think of it before. Um, I'll go take care of that. I'll let you know when I get back. Excellent. Um, you guys keep going through some of this shit. Maybe you'll find something that I can't. You're the language expert. Yes. All right. I'll be back. Now that we know that the coffin sarcophagus has Egyptian hieroglyphs, um, can I try and read some of those? The answer to that is no, I uh, cannot. So attempt. you still don't quite understand Fuck. anything about it. But you, you believe what he said and you see it now. He's like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's nasty. Let me there. The eye of raw. Let me take a look at that. That seems kind of interesting. There you go. He looks at it. He's like, I don't recognize any of these uh, carvings on the outside. He opens it up and he looks at the inside. He's like, oh, but these on the other hand. These look to be, uh, I've seen something like this before. Now, you might be able to attribute some of these to, these carvings to uh, certain occultists. Um, the lost Pacific continent of Mu. I am familiar. Yes. M.U. Yeah, that's a... Uh, I, mean, I don't know much about them, but I do recognize some of these before from a, a friend of mine who had to stay here for a bit. I don't recall very much information off the top of my head. What do you recall of this continent? Yeah, somewhere in the Pacific... I know it's something to do with some kind of ancient being worshippers of some sort. Don't know particularly, though. Well, I, uh, I have had enough to drink. I feel like I'm about to, I need to go to bed. Uh, there are guest rooms, uh, if you, you would like to have them for the night. And then in the morning, I would like to accompany you, uh, to the house if you're cool with that. You call the hospital. You ask about Marion, uh, last name. No, Rupert. Merriweather. Rupert Merriweather. Yeah, you did it now. <laughs> There's far too many. We're Marys. all on a list. There's a lot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be weird. Time. <laughs> no, um, and you find that he's passed. Um, actually, it turns out it's about an hour after you guys left, he passed. Oh, fuck. <sighs> My condolences uh, to the family. I appreciate the information. And then the nurse... Thanks you and hangs up. Mm. Um, and then you, when you would come back to the common or the living room or whatever, uh, you, it's just Wentworth and uh, that's it. Our host has adjourned for the evening. There are guest rooms this way. Yeah, I suggest we both do the same. I agree. He, uh, I could hear him stumbling away. Dude's got to hold his liquor. Dude. Uh, well, you you certainly are very cowboy-esque in your cups. Yeah, well, I mean, like water anymore. Um, regardless, I have bad news. Um, I'm sure you could guess at this point, um, Mr. Merriweather's passed uh, several hours ago, as a matter of fact. I'm very sorry for that, by the way. But that still does not explain why a woman went missing yesterday. No, that's true. Several but miles it, away. But it does give, uh, it does give us a, uh, far shorter time frame for us to be able to possibly take care of this. I really do dislike the idea of uh, taking the night now, but I understand it's potentially not great to approach at. I absolutely agree with uh, everything yes. we've seen in the past. I don't really think that uh, it's ever a good idea. 
Yes. No matter the uh, impending doom. The description in the journal I read described this as a uh, a faceless thing with a thousand maws. I would not like to soil myself by coming upon this in the dark. Yeah, well, uh, I'll probably have enough nightmares about this shit tonight as it is. Um, so, you guys head to bed for the evening, and um, you wake the next morning, and Jesse's already ready to go. He's already got, uh, obviously, he's had a little bit of whiskey on It's early, early? Yeah, it's early. Good. Um, and, uh, you know, about 5.30 in the morning or so. Perfect. My time and, of day. Uh, and you... Uh, you guys get up in the car. Jesse follows you in his truck, and you guys head off to, down Boone Road uh, to the farm. You, you see the, the the blackened lightning struck tree, of course, and you know to turn there, and you do. You drive down this. The road itself is wide, a weed grown gravel track, um, and the yard is overgrown heavily. Uh, the house is of an 18th century salt box design with a high peaked roof and windows flanked by sagging shutters. Most of the windows you see are broken, but the ones that you do see that are intact are filthy, almost resembled frosted glass due to the years of dirt and dust. Uh, it's a single-story building. The roof seems to be a little bowed, but it looks as though all the shingles are intact. The whole place kind of exudes this strange, unsettling atmosphere. As the general ambient nature sounds of the world um, kind of don't exist Around. You don't hear any birds chirping. You just hear this creaking of the branches in the wind. Jesse gets out of his truck. You see him immediately lighting a cigarette with the cigarette he's putting out. <laughs> Throws it into the grass. He's like, kind of, I better stop on that before it goes out. You hear him whisper to himself <laughs> before it makes voice up. I, I like voicelessly just reach over for a cigarette, and, like just staring at this house the whole time. He just kind of puts it in your hand. Appreciate it. I feel like this place needs a lawnmower. Uh, at the very least. Uh, all right, guys. Sort of uh, almost regretting my uh, decision to come here. Yeah, my eagerness to accompany you. But uh, yeah, I felt uh, I mean it. Well, for those, as the, as the youngsters say these days, we must sack up and enter. I'm glad at least we have you here because. Uh, Yes, I can everyone's spirits high. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm shitting my pants right now. Are you ill? Do you have the cholera? I'm glad you can get distracted so easily, Wentworth. All right, Father. You're ready to potentially meet your maker? Again? Mm. Of course. All right, everybody. Uh, hate to interrupt here, but uh, this part is going to be uh, a little bit longer than the first one. So, uh, we're going to go for a uh, part two on this. Part two on part two. Part two on part two, yep. Part so, 2.5. Um, I think this is uh, we're gonna, where we're going to wrap. I hope you come back and listen uh, next time around. Well, in the words of Wentworth, stay calm, stay happy, don't sniff glue. <laughs>